Hey there, for the last few weeks, we've been talking all about church growth and we've talked less about like 10 step plans that you need to follow and more about how to lay a solid foundation so that you're ready for what's coming up next. And if this is the first ever Church Helper podcast or YouTube video that you're watching or listening to, the first thing I wanna say is welcome. Thanks so much for coming in. And now I'm going to encourage you to pause this video and go back a couple weeks to the first episode of this series so that you can catch up. I just think this is gonna mean a lot more if you do. Now, with that said, today we're gonna to approach these last couple of conversations around this area of how to measure church growth in your church. This is pretty important. We touched on this a little bit last week, so that's what we're gonna talk about this week. How to measure growth in your church. Let's get going right now. Well, hey there and welcome. My name is Mike. I'm a church helper and my goal today is to help you and your church make every decision on purpose. Now, before we get going on talking about measuring church growth, just a friendly reminder that you can catch this episode on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or on YouTube, or you can get a written transcript on our blog found on our website. So take a minute, subscribe, and then comment. Let us know what you're thinking about what you've heard today. And of course, you're not gonna wanna miss this. We've been starting to talk about this quite a bit. We have started an online community geared specifically towards resourcing and encouraging church elders. The links to that community are attached to this episode. And if you're hearing this, the week of September 20th to 24th, then make sure you get in there because there's gonna be giveaways every day this week for you and your elders team and your church. You're not gonna wanna miss out. Okay, so now that you're all caught up, let's get into today's main event, today's topic. Let's talk about three steps you should take to measure church growth and then know and understand your progress towards it. Let's go. So step one is just choose some measurables. And this one is pretty easy and maybe obvious, but I say this often. I put these things out there because of how many churches we see that aren't doing things like this, right? So before you start your growth process, decide on how it is you'll determine whether or not it's actually working, right? If your goal is to reach new people with the message of Jesus, maybe you have a goal that is to have more people engaged in your small groups. Maybe your goal, one of your goals is to balance your budget. Whatever those are, figure out what the measurables are beforehand so you know whether or not it's happening. So here's a couple examples. Uh, in the area of bringing new people to Jesus, you might measure people who tell you they've given their lives to Jesus. Uh, new baptisms, alpha class attendances, response to an online ad or a Facebook community, people that dedicate their babies, or people that join a new member class. If your goal is to get more people into small groups, you might measure the percentage of people that are actually in one right now, or how many people responded to your last call for joining, or how many people have attended one in the past and what those numbers look like now. In the area of finances, you might measure income and expenses, or you might measure how money is helping fund other projects. Maybe you'd measure if advertising dollars are getting the desired result, or whether new people are tithing, or whether people who've been around for a while have stopped tithing. There's tons of different ways for you to measure your goals, but the thing that you need to do is pick some measurables so that you know how you're gonna track it. So that's step one, pick some measurables. Step two is just simply track your progress using your measurables. Again, this might seem silly, but a lot of people don't do this. So once you've decided what it is you're gonna measure, just figure out how you're gonna 
track it, right? Use a notebook or an Excel spreadsheet or a planning center or a Gantt chart. It really doesn't matter. Figure out a way to track your measurables and then start tracking them so that you know where you're supposed to go. Because in the beginning, this process will help show you where you're at, which is really important, by the way. But then as it goes, it'll show you what you need to do next. For example, if you see that 30% of your church is involved in small groups, but you want it to be 50%, you know that you've got some work to do and, and that's measurable. So figure out how many people you need to get to that 50% mark and then start approaching people until you get there. Use that system to figure out where you are and then what you need to do next. So step two is simple, track the measurables. Step three is this, be willing to pivot, but don't pull that plug too early, right? Okay, so when tracking towards a target, usually two things happen pretty, pretty regularly. Either people give up on a strategy too early or they wait too long to make a change. And this happens because when you're in the moment and you're emotionally invested, you start to get a little impatient or maybe impulsive. It's hard to know if you should make a switch. And the solution to this is easy. Just decide beforehand what you're gonna do. So for example, if you wanna go from 30% small group engagement to 50%, give yourself a timeline and a course of action. Say, for the next four weeks, each elder will talk to 10 people about small groups, and at the end of the four weeks, we'll see where we're at. And if you're at 60%, then maybe elders are the right people to approach your congregants. But if you're at 32%, then maybe it's time to look at something different. And deciding beforehand and then sticking to your plan helps you feel confident in your next decision and gives things time to take their course. Now, here's why this is so important and this breaks our heart on this particular topic because we've seen this through my time as a church helper. I've talked to churches who have said to me lots of times, we tried blank, whatever it is, and it just didn't work. And when I ask why it didn't work, usually the answer is, well, we don't know or, well, it worked for a minute, but then it didn't. And usually these conversations end with people agreeing that they never knew what working looked like and they honestly didn't know how they got there and they end up feeling really discouraged. And during some of these stories, I've heard ideas that I thought were really good and it, I was kind of like, why didn't these work? And it, maybe it wasn't even that they weren't working, it's that they got given up too early or, or they just didn't have a plan. I've also heard stories of churches who don't want to do something new because now they're discouraged from trying something that didn't work before. It's really, it just makes us so sad. And, and these things are all avoidable by just deciding what you're gonna do beforehand. So my encouragement to you is this, make a conscious decision at the beginning of the process to decide how you're gonna measure what's happening, who's gonna track it, and then when you're gonna make a change and how you're gonna do that. Because if you do that, you won't need to focus so much time on the question, is this working? You can spend more time getting that thing done because your system of getting a measurable, tracking that measurable, and then deciding whether or not you need to make a change will already be set up for you so you can just get moving on accomplishing that goal that your church is trying to hit. In this case, church growth. Hey, and that's it. Hopefully we've helped you and your church make a decision on purpose today. Please make sure you take a minute and like and subscribe to our podcast or our YouTube channel. You can make sure you get weekly thoughts on how to make every decision on purpose by joining our email list. And if you ever want to connect with us, the best way to do that is through email, hello at churchhelper.ca or through Facebook or Instagram. You can find all those links attached. And don't forget, please, about our new Facebook community that's just for elders. 
Again, if you're here during the week of September 20th to 24th, 2021, you might win a prize for your church. You're not going to want to miss out. Get in there. The links are attached for that as well. And if you liked this week's episode and you think somebody else should hear it too, but they're not really a person that takes in a lot of content on the internet, you can print off a full transcript of today's episode on our blog, found on our website, and just put it right in their hand. Thanks so much for hanging out. We are really, really blessed to have you continue to do that. We'll talk to you soon. God bless as you continue to try to reach new people with the message of Jesus. We'll talk to you really soon.